Married Murder Mayhem. Um, happily. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> uh, happily Married Murder Mayhem. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Happily Married Murder Mayhem. Did I say it right this time? I feel like I always happily murder Mary, but I think I got it right. Happily Married Murder Mayhem. You did it right. Woo! Okay. In this episode, we are not discussing murder. No, no murder. There's no murder in this episode. Just mayhem. Mayhem. Scary mayhem. Of the worst kind. Okay. Lay it on me. What do we got? Alright. Do you remember? once we're done, you go and we let you lay on me. So lay this on me, and then you lay on me next. What the... (laughs) I need cuddles after mayhem. Okay, This is happily married murder mayhem cuddles. This one hits really close to home, so you might need cuddles during this session. Oh, I love cuddles. Okay. Lay it on me. Okay. So do you remember J.C. Dugard? My brain is tinging. Like, I remember the name, but I I got nothing. Okay. Well, imagine this. How old was I? 11. Okay. No, she's 11. I don't know how old you are. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to figure out if I remember it. I don't have no idea. Okay, I... well, she's 11. Keep going. Yeah. So, um, she's 11 years old, and she's walking to school after her dad dropped her off at the bus stop, right? Mm-hmm. So she's waiting at the bus stop for the bus. A car pulls up. Her dad can still see her. stepdad can still see her. There's hundreds of witnesses or, you know, a bunch of witnesses around. Yeah, people outside, yeah, cutting just lawns, chilling, you know, doing their and normal someone hops stuff. out of the car. They taser and they throw her in the trunk and they drive off. An 11 year old child? So dad hops on the bike and starts racing like, you know, stepdad ain't playing. That's his baby. He's racing, 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 but he can't catch up to the car. They have no license plate, no information, no leads. Nothing? Nothing. What? Why did he get in the car? I mean, I guess when you're like... They tased her. No, I'm, I'm saying why didn't he jump in a car, but I guess like the idea of having to run inside, get keys, and get back yeah, to the car, you'd already be gone, was grab bicycle, the bike and go, go. Yeah. yeah. I bet you they... I'm, like, <laughs> I would have been thinking, dumber, I would have took that shit on foot, like... <laughs> true, I mean, but I guess like you're just thinking like, alright, catch up, maybe get the license plate so I can Son. help, but I'm guessing the only reason he probably couldn't, they had to have it covered or something. Something, right? Well, they had no leads, it was zero, like... Even the FBI gets involved in this later on, and they still find nothing. We'll talk about that later. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that, like I said, this is a true crime story that happens right in our backyard. I'm not talking South Lake Tahoe. Wait, what? Uh, but that's where it happened. Right. But where the kidnapper lives is Antioch, California. Oh, shit. That's n- literally our old backyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We were literally... What? Yep. Wait, what? So she's gone for... I didn't even know we had... That's so scary. We had kidnapped... We had a kidnapped woman. Babe, it's a road? We probably drove by the house. It's a road we drove by often. Wow. So you know where the cemeteries were? Yeah. And you cross the street to the cemeteries? Yes. And you go down that road that has the railroad tracks at the end? Yeah, no, I know that Boom, J.C. Dugard was captured there. What? I drove by there every day after work. Seriously? No, my dad, when we used to go out to, like, downtown Antioch, that's the road we would take. We would go through the back roads, you would go down that road, <laughs> and you'd hop on the little back road down, and we, that, that was with, at the end of that road was our bike shop, where yeah. we got our bikes, and then we rode our bikes home from there. 
I rode my bike past a kidnap victim at some point in my yeah. life. Yeah. I mean, it's insane, right? That's crazy. No, this story gets so much worse and so more infuriating. My mind, though, is like, I'm like, I was there. Like, I was literally right there. Because, yeah. like, you said she was 11. Yeah. So I probably would have been around the same age. And I would have been riding my bike in that same area. So she was... Wow. She was taken, I think it was June 10th, 1991. Okay, I would not have been 11. I would have been... Two? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> let's, not, let's not go over the age thing, because you know what? Every time we do, I just look like a bad person. <laughs> so I was two. I was not riding my bike past this person. Well, you were shortly after. How long was she, she gone? She was gone. Two decades. And they 20 still, years? No, 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 no. And they still had no idea, no leads, or anything on where she was. This is including police, everything, For, FBI. So literally, I mean, I, I want to say it's just because it's 91, like the, the forensics wasn't there. But like, I mean, what forensics would you have? They tased the kid, threw her in the car, and then they ran. Yeah. You didn't, and she if you, was if you chased didn't down the... by Philip Garrido. That is the guy who kidnapped her and his wife. So they did it together. It's a so it's a married duo. God, so we I... had married in there. <laughs> there you go. This is married mayhem. There you go. That's right. So it wasn't until 2009. So that's what I said when I said that you would be older. Yeah. August of 20... 2009, August 24th was the exact day that Philip Garrido happened to walk into a Berkeley University and ask to host a religious event on the campus. What religious event are you holding that involves kidnapping children? No, he was there with wait, his wait. two children. How long was she... What was she... Like, what happened? Like, he just took her and like made her his child? We'll get there. No, he was there with okay. his two children, his two biological children, right? Okay. Younger. Um... <clears throat> I, for the record, I just want you guys to know I am stressing about this to the point that I am playing with a makeup brush and just brushing over my face. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> what's happening? Oh god. So the UC Berkeley people, the police people are just like, this is something's not right. I don't like this. This makes me uncomfortable. There's I don't know why, him. but something Something, right. give me this. This dude just gives me the worst. <laughs> so something about this guy gives me the background check on him. I mean, good for them for listening to their gut. Because oh, a lot of people would just not. Just wait. Oh, no. Oh, just wait. Like it gets better? or No. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it gets better for our podcast, but not better for the fuckers oh, no. that messed up. Um, so they find out that Garrido is a registered sex offender on parole for rape and kidnapping. Wait, so like he got arrested for, for Jay-Z already? No. Oh, no, it no, was no. different times? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is he out? Oh, we're about to go over that. Don't worry. Shouldn't he be in jail? <laughs> right? So, we discover shortly after that not even his parole officer, who did visits at the house, was aware that he had children. How old were these children? Do we know? Later in the story, I think we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so he shows up at yeah. Berkeley... Says, hey, I want to host a religious event. And they're like, okay. Let's just do a background check. You're first. weird. Let's check this out. Like, something about probably interactions with the kids. And they're like, let's check this out. They check it out. And they're like, oh, are you supposed to be around kids? <laughs> you, what? 
You were in jail. You're a registered sex offender. Are you supposed to have children? So they, so the the UC Berkeley place so what do they alerts do? Yeah. the parole officer, and they're like, hey, something ain't right. He had two kids with him. He's not supposed to have kids, blah, blah, blah. And the parole officer's like, wait, he does not have children. I'm going to go see what's going on. Like, whose fucking kids are these? Yeah. This dude kidnapped more kids under my watch. So he stops That's by the house. That's what my first thought would be. Searches the house, and then he says, where are the two kids that you were with in Berkeley? And he's like, oh, their dad came and picked them up already. What dad is giving you two kids to hang out with? It would be my five. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so the parole officer's like, this seems Something fishy. smells funny, yeah. So what I want you to do like, is go Did you go just ahead go down to the fish market this morning and stock up? Because <laughs> something smells fishy. So he says, I want you and the parents of those two children to come down to the office to show me, you know, that they have parents. Okay, honestly? Like, cool... But I wouldn't have waited. I'd be like, well, it's cool. We'll wait here. You can go ahead and call him. Well, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. He, he said, show up. So okay. the Garita is, shows up okay. with the two children, his wife and JC. What? <laughs> While he's talking to the parole officer, he ends up confessing everything. These two children are not him and his wife's. They're him and JC's. What? And he's guilty, he says. So he just straight up is just like, well... It's been a good 20 years. Here you go. <laughs> Here's everything. Now that, 20 years for that crime. Now I'm going to tell you a little bit backstory on Garrido. Okay. Mr. Uh, Philip here has a long history of sexual violence. Yeah, again, my question is why was he out in this world I'm, right I'm now? Gonna, I'm going to tell you. That's all in here, right? So in 1972, 1972, he drugged and raped... For the record. A 14-year-old girl in Contra Costa County. That's still backyard. Backyard, baby. So, 72. He was doing shit like that. Yep. That was still... That still would have been... Let's see. (coughs) JC was 11 in 91, Mm -hmm. which would have put her born in... Yeah, she yeah, that no, was no, still. She's not here yet. No, she wasn't even born yet. No, no, no. And Four he was already later. committing crimes like this. Four years later, in South Lake Tahoe, he convinces a 19-year-old girl to get in his car. He then handcuffs and rapes her. Oh, but that's not all, because he didn't get charged for that either. What? November 1976, he attempts to do the same thing to a 25-year-old woman, but she manages to escape. And run to a nearby neighbor's house. Ew, so then he realized, oh, too old for me, they can escape. Nope. Because one hour later, Garrido lures yet another victim, this time to a storage shed in Reno, where he sexually assaults her. And from this case alone, he's imprisoned for 50 years. So he failed with one, and then an hour later went and found another. So it was, he's, he's not a, uh, oh, I'm going to, escalation gonna, right there for I'm not going to stalk it and take my time. He's like, whatever I can grab. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like serial killers or like people like this are terrifying in themselves. Well, he's a serial rapist. Like, yeah. there's no way around it. And he, he, so he gets charged for 50 years. 50 years. But the so wait, board, 50 years and 72 mm-hmm. would put him getting out like now-ish. Which would have saved J.C. Dugard's life. But you're saying he was already out in 91. Exactly, because the parole board deemed him safe for release after only 11 years. Uh, 40 years early? Yep. 
Why? I feel like these people should, like, somebody like this, like, going under those crimes should never be released early. Are you ready for the juice? There's juice. There's juice. That's a horrible, like, usage of the word juice right now. Ew, you're in right. These gross, in this gross. That's this, like some dark humor let's stuff. Let's not, let's not, no, okay, let's. Are um, you ready for, for the mayhem? Yes. I'm, for there more you go. I'm the ready mayhem? for the mayhem. Okay, so a month after he's released, he goes and visits a victim where he states to her, hey, I've been not drinking for 11 years. And of course, this victim yes, is... Yes, you've been in jail! Fucking terrified. She calls the parole officer. She's like, he came down here. He's stalking me. Please, God, somebody help. Yeah, valid. So he should have been locked up, right? <clears throat> I mean, he literally returned to a scene of the fucking crime at, right after getting out of jail. Returns to restocking a fucking victim. Because I guarantee that's not an easy thing. That's We're still talking 91. Yep. Which means there's no Facebook. There's no YouTube. <laughs> there's no, hey, this is where I'm at. Here's my location. Let me drop it for all my friends to find out. Nope. Let me look at my like Snapchat filters. Like cell phones filters. were a new thing. No. Exactly. <laughs> like how, So this dude didn't just happen into this person. He would have had to take the time to find out where the fuck she was. Or she stayed in the same location and he knew. But th- this is 11 years later. Yeah. So however old she was now, it's 11 years later, probably working, doing something completely different. And he, and he just shows up, which again shows that he would have had to been stalking her. He would have had to figure out where she was, how she, like, uh-huh. what the fuck? He probably asked around at random people, like, hey, have you seen so-and-so? Oh, yeah, what are they up to? Cool, I'm, I'm going to go say hi. Like, pretended an old friend or some shit. Yep. So he stalks an old victim of his. Right, and she calls the parole officer. She calls the parole officer, and his ass should be locking the dude back up. Or at least, if nothing else, putting an ankle monitor on him to watch him. I mean, at the bare minimum, yeah. At the bare minimum, right? But they ignore her concerns, because they felt it was going to be bad to subject Philip to a monitoring ankle brace. You know what that translates to? I don't actually feel like doing the work. That's a lot of paperwork for me. And that's, you know, it's a Friday. And I just, you know, I got, I got tickets to a game. I'm just not feeling it. You're, I'm sure it's nothing. Or, you know, hey, he's buddy-buddy with him. And he's just like, hey, bud, don't do that again. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, or it just goes literally, completely unnoticed because she's lying. That just gives me, like, the, the whole, like, ugh. Like... <laughs> We have two daughters. Three daughters. We have three daughters. Yep. And, like, that just gave me this, like, sick feeling in my stomach of just, like, oh, it's it's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. He didn't actually hurt you this time. So it's not a big deal that the creepy guy who attacked you before came back to say, hey. Like, oh, you're just a woman. It doesn't matter. Oh, he's right. just doing guy things. It's okay. I would like to say that times have changed, but they have not. No, it's, it's horrible. <coughs> so now... So they literally just... Be, hopefully, if... Not even hopefully. At the bare minimum, it just went up and was like, Hey, you probably shouldn't talk to her. You know what? No, no nothing happened. No, they just said, I don't feel like dealing with it. Yeah. Again. So then now I just, want you... Him, him saying, oh, it's, it's too much... Like, it would be too much of a hassle. He doesn't deserve that for this. Yeah. He was just trying to tell you, Hey, look at me, I'm doing better. Mm-hmm. No. This dude was stalking an old victim, but you literally said, I don't want to deal with it. 
I don't want to take the time to make all this happen, to have to monitor it, have to look after it. So instead, I'm going to disregard what you say and downgrade the feelings of a rape victim and tell you again that your feelings and thoughts are invalid and not worth my time. Fucking police and fucking rape victims all over the fucking country Deep hearing breath. this shit. Deep oh, breath. sorry. It's okay. Okay. Uh, so, so I want you, in. <laughs> I, I, I need you to switch switch forms, right? You're not a dad anymore. Okay. You're you're the criminal. You're the I one who did this. I don't want to be that. No, I thank know. you. But I'll pass. Can try again. No. But now you see you get away with it. So what do you do? What do you think? What's your oh, literally process? he got greenlit. He was just basically like, oh, I can go talk to old victims. Literally, they don't want to <laughs> deal with me. I can do whatever the fuck I want now. Hence, I'm assuming. J.C. Dugard. Exactly. And that's when he decided, that day, that he was going to search for a new victim. Wow. So literally, they brought him on a silver platter to police. This previous victim of his said, here he is still being creepy, and because of that, this girl's life got fucking destroyed. Yeah. Now, while they searched for J.C. Dugard, she was 170 miles away being forced into this new life. She was dressing up, role-playing what he wanted, just being here as a little doll. Oh, no. No, that gives me found... Okay, if you, we start, we watched the series. Heads up. Not a plug. We're not sponsored. We watched the series Found. Oh, yeah. And that straight-up gives me found vibes where the dude kidnaps this girl and then has her dress up, gives her scripts to read from, so that way he can feel like he's having a good conversation. Except for Sir never raped her. He has two children with her. Oh, that's right. Once at the age of 14... And again at the age of 17. Both times, no medical assistant was involved. Oh, God. So she went through the full pregnancy. And everything. And everything. So she never got checked. She never went in for any, any, anythings. Nope. We're either, oh, my God. I mean. She was 14 years thank old. Thank God she, she survived that because that's not something. Because I'm, I'm assuming she's not hanging out in a nice luxury room in the house. No, no, no. She's in the backyard. What? You know, they keep her in the backyard. Hidden in the backyard. Just, she can't be in the house, because if the parole officer stops by, so came she, over. She's just <laughs> hanging out, like... In the backyard, giving birth to babies. The fuck, yep. man? Yep, 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 What so, the fuck? Yeah, so then you, you know, you, what do you think happens to those children? He raises them as his own, right? I don't even know. At this point, I can't, I, I honestly can't even fathom what this dude's brain is and so, where okay so he so he has <laughs> this one's exhausting you isn't it this is mentally intense. this one's driving you nuts <laughs> yes so he he has two kids with her yes forcibly obviously yeah and then he what is yeah does he just cool these are my kids now well he can't have kids right right so He's not supposed eventually to be, so. those kids end up in the backyard with their mom so literally was 14 and then 17 so literally, she's in captivity, locked in a place, trying to raise her children, <clears throat> as well as having to do whatever the fuck this dude and wants woman wants, because God knows whatever the wife was doing to her, too. Not what she should be doing, which is calling the police and reporting this. Right? Like, what is going... Like, uh, I feel like, you know, we're talking so much about him. <coughs> she was there the whole fucking time. 
So it, yeah, in there my wasn't head, a lot of information about her. She yeah, no, that, time. exactly. Oh, so that's good. At least she yeah. got something. She got at least time for it. Yeah, but like. Re- like realistically, she's there more than likely there for all of it the the births the the, yeah, oh the yeah. taking place of the conceptions like she's involved in all yeah. of this she's well aware what's going it's on it's handmaid's tale she's he, she held her down straight up like yeah. that's and then do we even know like it did, what, did he just have her and now he was like cool I have my own victim I can go to anytime I don't need yeah to keep he had going his own out. little personal doll. But like, do we even know if he still went out and like had other victims? That I don't he think just so. No one I mean, knew about? none that are on record, none that he admitted to. Um, but Jason well, yeah, did like, keep well, a journal. Oh, the whole time she was there. Oh shit! Okay. And so at the beginning, it was a lot of just like, "Are my parents looking for me? Will they find me? I hope the police are looking." I mean, yeah, she was eleven when she was taken. And then it just turns into just, I feel unloved, I feel unwanted, I just want some sort of human connection. I feel like my journal would be just depictions of my stick figure stabbing his stick figure over (laughs) and over and over again. Right? So she wanted the interaction from anyone, and that includes the Garritos. Oh, there's there's a term for that. Where you are stuck in like a situation like that. To where oh yeah, that's right. There, there's a certain survivor uh, or something. Or other. Yeah, to where literally at that point, the only thing you just you just want some form of human. Because it's not saying that he went out there to like visit her every night, talk to her every night. Like there's probably like weeks where she was just locked in this room, nothing but food not dropped. Oh, oh, not even a room. I don't room? think she was in a room. Maybe a shed in the back. Maybe. Jesus. I don't know. And this food just tossed towards through the door at her. She yeah. probably had to eat it off the floor. Like, I'm just imagining they just, like, play, figure out And we whatever. were right there. We, that was literally... We were Because at that time, by. we would have been, yeah. We mm. would have been. Yeah. Holy shit. Just living our lives, not, not any, not wow. aware at all that she was there. That's so insane to me. Yeah. That nobody knew. Like, not even neighbors. But I guess at the time, you know, you just, it was like, you weren't close to your neighbors, you know? Especially down that road. That, I mean, I was going to say, I feel like at that time, that was the time you'd be close to your neighbors. Like, back in the day, all our neighbors knew each other. You know, you had, like, those, those neighbor parties and stuff. You had everyone hanging out. You're like, hey, like, let's have a... I mean, I wouldn't say we all... I'm not on my street. We all didn't hang out, but we all knew each other's drama. Oh. <laughs> we all knew each other. Yeah, we had, like, for us, we had, like, a couple neighbors that my dad was friends with. And my mom was friends with and stuff, so we'd all... Get together, the kids would hang out at one house, the parents would be at a different house, the kids would, like, we'd all move around and stuff, we'd eat dinner at one house, they would have drinks at another, and we'd go party (laughs) at another. So, that's what I would like, but, literally to not even know, okay, this sounds, like, I'm not, (laughs) she, she went through so much. Yeah. But, like, why not scream, like, there had to be times you heard people. And he literally, like... The, 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 the parole officer, you said, had to do checks. checks yeah. So he had to be there at times. She mm-hmm. had to literally at some point hear him out in the backyard probably talking to him. And just a simple, like, hey, I'm here. Like, that's how terrified. Like, but how just do trying you to know? get into that mindset of, how like, how How do you know that that terrified. parole officer isn't in on it? They, that's probably what they told her. Don't even bother. He knows. He knows you're here. Yeah, it's okay. He told me it's okay as long as I and keep you here. And then after a while, you think that this is the best option you have. Like, I mean, she did what she had to do, and she fucking survived, so. That's true. Like, yeah, seriously, good job. And like, she came out of this, like, just, I, I, like, briefly looked into her future. Yeah. And what, like she's, what she's doing been, now. I was gonna say, what is she doing now? She's, 
we're getting into it. She's okay. She we're gonna okay. get into it. Oh, well, let's see. Let's backtrack because I still have questions about. You said that she's serving time. What is he? Is he? What is he going to be out in like another couple years for good behavior again? No, or what so are we looking gets, at here? Nancy gets thirty six to life. And Nancy's the wife. Yes. Okay, Philip's wife and gets thirty six to life. Philip gets four hundred and thirty one years in prison. They want to make well, sure. Yeah, like, yeah he ain't you're not out. making it out. There's no good behavior. Oh, you know what? You got good behavior. We'll take 10 years off your sentence. You know how much you have? Still 400 fucking years, you piece of shit. I don't believe in the death sentence. You know that. Like, yes. I, I don't. But I wouldn't mind them testing it on him. Because this man. There's right. There's some people who like, is it like, I, I feel like there's some things that are worse than murder. Yeah. And this is like, you know, messing with children Torture like this. Torture is one of them. And tor- yeah. yeah. Like this is Not like saying that one life that... is more valued than the other, but like. There's something, like, sadistic about somebody who sits there and tortures them for 20 fucking years. Yeah. And they're only 11 years old. Like, there's something fucking wrong about you. Yeah. No, Like, seriously? your head ain't right. Something ain't right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and it, I, I'm, like, starting already to get heated again just thinking about talking about it. No, okay. So once so you got they're found, locked away. She was found. She's found. It was, what happened to the kids? They were, they're with her. Okay. Their names are Angel and Starlight. Oh, those are cute names. Right? And they are with her now. So let's see. I, I'm just, sorry, I'm just trying to piece this together, like, in my head. So she was taken in 91. Yes. At 11 years old. Yes. So she didn't get found or released or brought out or he gave up until she was 31. Yeah. 20 years later. Mm-hmm. 30 years old, still stuck in the back of that place. Yep. Raising kids that would have been... God, now like 14 or 15 (laughs) themselves, right? Their entire life was captivity, right? Wow. So when she comes out, and they come out, obviously, they're not used to humans. They're not used to, like, connections. Yeah, they literally only had each other. If that, for all we know, he locked them in separate areas. Yeah, we don't know. Holy shit. I think she did raise her children, but... I hope, like, I mean... God, that's the worst place to... But at least if you have each other or someone, like... Fuck... So I want to stop for a second and yeah. talk about the parole officer. Because obviously that's a glaring Ugh. question You mean the guy who mind. failed miserably at noticing the fucking child? And like, there's, so, there had to be signs. Like, he, he was feeding somebody. She would have need like, babies would have needed diapers at some point. Like, there's so many things that, like, I feel like should have been like, how did he get babies quiet? How often was this guy doing checks? Because there's several years where babies just randomly cry. And the fact that you somehow kept the baby quiet for that time, and no one else could be like, yeah, no, her, I know you're coming here to check, but uh, just to let you know, his wife left with a baby, like, ten minutes before you got here. Is that weird? Should you be aware of that? Like, so something. His name was Edward Santos, and he kept silent for 13 years. He finally released a statement. I mean, he had to just be feeling like shit. I, obviously, right? November of 2022. And um, he stated, and I'm paraphrasing here, right, that he felt he was a big part in saving her because that day he could have decided to not do anything about Garrido, but instead he forced him to come in and show who the parents were, and that inevitably got Garrido to confess. He said that he could have just, again, like... 
past up the incident. Like, just thinking that you say that, like, you did... Is it the same parole officer? Because did you just pass up the incident? Like, could you have prevented right? this? Like, I mean, for 20 years, was it literally the same parole officer on him the whole time? Was he just, like, the last five years or ten years or something where the guy, like, before was like, yeah, no, he's mostly harmless, he just stays there, just do a quick peek in, make sure there's... And you know, he had mentioned see. that the backyard was not clean, but not, like, dirty. It was just, you know, a backyard. There was I'm sorry. maybe a washer and dryer the back there, thinking, a shed. Exactly. If there is a shed or something <laughs> at all, I'd be exploring that shit every single time I went through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, this guy, oh wait, what was he known for? Oh yeah, that's right. Basically kidnapping and raping A serial people. rapist and kidnapper. Yeah, locking them up and stuff, handcuffing people. I would feel like... Well, if I was going to do that anywhere, I'd probably do it in my shed. Let's take a look. Oh, what? Is this, is this, oh, are you J.C. Dugard? Wow, that's so weird. This is only one year later. You've only been kidnapped for one year because I happened to look in the shed this time. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Like, I get, I get what he's saying. Sure. Yeah. He could have just like, okay, yeah, okay, the dad came and got him. That's fine. You're good. But no, he, he said... Let me see him. Bring him in. Bring the dad in. Let but then show they're like proof. boast, like I helped save her. No, bitch, you helped keep her captive I mean, okay, for thirty years. Honestly, the fact that it took him thirteen years to come out and say something like that, I feel like took a lot of therapy and a lot uh, of people yeah. like talking to him and being like, because he, I, I guarantee, if I was the dude I'd be who nightmares. found out I had missed every checkup, I had missed saving this girl and these other two kids' lives. I guarantee you I'd be having trouble sleeping at night. Oh, yeah. Constantly thinking, what did I well, miss? I mean, I How did so. I not know? How did I not see it? So I'm, I'm assuming <coughs> that came from many years of therapy and finally being like, look, yes, those things did happen, sure. But if you wouldn't have done what you did this time, it would have kept going. So don't sit here and beat yourself up over. Like, the only way you're going to get through life is if you stop beating yourself up over and just remind yourself that... You could have again let it pass, but this, like you know, now this you time you to did your it. job. Yeah. You did what was right, and I mean, but I don't think that he should get full credit for it either. No, like no. it was obviously this the, came the two, to the two, yeah, UC the Berkeley PD, yeah, that was like you don't, I, I don't like you. Sure, like you're right. Like I give it all to them because they started the whole thing. They got the vibe. They felt like something was off. They reached out, especially the moment they saw what it was. And they were like, this dude should not be with kids. Reach out to the parole officer. And then, sure, the parole officer had the final, like, hit. Like, I don't know. We, we play Fortnite. So it would be literally like the, 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 beast, the, the, the Berkeley guys <coughs> took down the shield, got him to one health, and then the, the parole officer came in for the and last little pickaxe tap. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I helped. Like, yep. sure, you did. Yes, to sleep with yourself at night, tell yourself that it, it, you did help. You didn't. And I'm sure, like, you know, yeah, you, you made that choice to say, bring him in, and that caused him to cave. And cool. again, I do not know for a fact if this guy was his parole officer the, the whole time. time. Fair. Now, he could have just been his parole officer for, say, two years, and he's like, wait, that doesn't seem right, and he called him out on it. So, we, I don't know. We don't know the I couldn't find the information on, on when parole officers This was the switched. only parole officer they really talk about, I'm yes. sure, because... Who, like, I mean, I guess, I, I feel like, personally, I'd be, like, blasting every parole officer if there was more than one. Right? Like, look at these three, though, who were also his parole officer in that span who did nothing. Yep. But, wow. Okay. So. I want to switch it. Okay? Okay. We're going to get to some really cool positives. like that. Okay. Yes. Because she's free now. Yes. Right? So, she came out with a book in July of 20... 
2011. Now, I wish I would have read it before this, but I didn't. So you get out more, yes, like, all and, the happiness she's going to know. Oh, is it what... I guess, what is it about? Well, it's called um, a, a Stolen Life. <laughs> okay. So, she, But she's very critical of the parole officer. Like, in her eyes... Again. I'm sure if we would have read it, she had probably first-hand accounts of hearing him outside. Oh, I'm sure. In the backyard, talking to, uh, to the dude about, like, stuff. Like, oh, you know, like, well, what's this? Is that new? Like, da da And she literally, like, thinking to herself, just come look in the shed. Just come look here. I mean... I don't know for sure if it was one of those sheds that he, like, dug out a floor, lay had a false bottom, and that's where they... Like, I don't know. I don't know the, the the extent to which he went to hiding these people, too. Yeah. To where, like, maybe he did poke in on the shed periodically, <coughs> and because it just looked like a regular shed, he wouldn't see the hidden trap door right. that the guy had. Or, like, like, you stay back there, or I'm gonna kill the kids. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm sure... I mean, I guarantee he had to have threatened her with something. Oh, yeah. Or, like we said, too, lied to her. And yeah. just been like, oh, yeah, no, he's well aware. Or don't even tell him it's a parole officer. But yeah, it's my friend. He knows you're back here. Don't worry about him. Yeah. Like, don't even bother trying. It's not worth it. He knows about you. That way, like, I mean, what else would you tell somebody to break their spirit? You hear some voice and you finally think... Oh, no. Oh, I can... Think about it. Your parents don't want you. They're not looking for you. Nobody cares. Right? Oh my god, the amount of lies he had to tell her, mm-hmm. probably, just to... And it's, it's obviously far from the truth, because... They were looking for. They were looking... There was no Oh my leads. god. Just, so, you, are you... I feel like you barely, like, ha- you half-mentioned this, or, or, like, brought up, like, slightly, that the, the stepfather and JC's mom end up splitting. Yes. Because I feel like, also, too... As as a father, stepfather, whatever, you saw it. Like that's probably weighing oh, yeah. on you forever. And like, and there were accounts where he says, "I, I, I there people are saying that I didn't care, but I, like, I care about that girl. I, I jumped her. on a fucking bike and raced after yeah. him, kind of. I, yeah. I feel like I didn't hug her enough. You know, it's just that remorse of like, right that way. It is my fault, but it's not your fault because there was nothing you could. Right, I'm sure he went. He probably had to go through several years of therapy. Hopefully, again, it's 91, so therapy was still, uh, oh wow, you're in therapy? What a weirdo. You know yep. what I mean? Like, it was a bad thing, so hope, I don't know if any yeah, of them made it through any of that. Yeah, mental health is just now, like, gaining stride, and even then, people still try to knock it down. Yeah. But, so but they, I could fully see how that, sorry, I keep cutting you off, but like, I'm just saying, I could fully see how there would be so much stress remember, on that But we're supposed to be keeping it on the sorry. positive. Yeah, that's right. Positive sorry, now. we talked about the fa- the parents again, and I was just went, oh my god, that's right, he saw, and you had said they broke up, like, or divorced, I fully understand, like, the stress of just, like, every day they probably look at each other, and he, she's just thinking, even, like, even slightly in the back of her head, she has those thoughts some days of just, like, you know, it's your fault. Like, you I mean, I would be enough. blaming myself, too, like, right? even if you had been standing out there, I would have been like, why the fuck did I let you do that? I'm sure, though, like, it came up, uh, I don't know, in my head I'm thinking, like, at some point they were sitting in some argument and one of them said something about, like, well, if you didn't do this, it would have been this. Oh, well, if you wouldn't have told me I had to, you know, take her to the bus and just let me take her into school all the way, you know what I mean? Like, so, oh my god, I couldn't, I, I couldn't even imagine. Positive. Okay, we're back to positive. on the first positive Whew. note of the positive. year. Positive, she wrote a book just and then, talking about in everything July she July 2016, which... Honestly, when we end this podcast, I'm probably going to hit Amazon up and buy it because it just sounds like the kind of book you want to read. Yeah. So it's called... Oh, so she wrote, she wrote a second book. Yes. July 2016, she wrote a second book called Freedom, My Book of Firsts. Oh, that sounds good. Right? That sounds like it'd just be like a wholesome book of like, 
you know, probably a slight touch up on everything I went through a little bit, and now here's everything I've done since. Because literally, she was 11, so she yeah. didn't get like probably proms, the, yeah, boyfriends. dances, boyfriends, no, going to, to music parks, going to ball games, going to you know what I mean, like all riding the a zipline, right? Riding a zipline, riding a bike half the time, like. Her kids, not half the time, her and whole that's life. it. Her kids never got those, so it's not even just a first of her, but probably a first of like my first experience Angel taking my kids to yeah. uh, Angel and Starlet to like school for the first time, meeting their teachers, doing all this like I regular mean, I think everyday they were, like, 14, stuff. 16, so I don't even know. I mean, I mean, I'm sure I, I don't know to what level they were taught exactly. So, no, I, they, mean, I don't think they were. And I mean, it's not I like she, she could, gave a shit. And, the like, best she could give would be an eleven-year-old's ex. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm sure but they weren't again, taught anything. They are doing well. Yes. They Sorry, are. Sorry, I keep reeling this back into the I dark because I'm so livid about I all this. I went on Instagram. I think the last time she posted was 2020 mm-hmm. or maybe 2016. I can't remember. But she's, she's going better. places. She's she's, she's, she's not good. letting this she hold didn't her let back. This, oh, she started a foundation. Can't remember what it's called, but she started a foundation too. Good. That was like the last thing I read before we went live. But yeah, she started a foundation to help families going through this. So I think that is amazing, and I wish her and her children all of the best. I'm gonna go hop on and buy that book because the book of first just sounds so wholesome, and it really does something I really want to read. And yeah. I'm just glad that. For the records in life that she holds the record for being the longest captive person found alive. So, right, that JC, very much could have gone a different direction, but she survived. She, she and I hope to God there are going. other people out there if they are in captivity, they see your story and they're just like, I just gotta hold on a few more days. Yeah, just keep holding on one day at a time. Get on that phone, call 911, run to a neighbor's house, bash through the window, do whatever you gotta do to get out, right? And not, not, I'm not, you know, condoning being nosy neighbors, but if you see a neighbor, you know, taking plates of food to a fucking shed, maybe make a call. I'm just saying, poke maybe your head out for a couple times and just kind of like Mr. Wilson it a little. Just like, hey, what are you doing over here? The good old days, right? Mr. Right? Mr. Is it Mr. Wilson? What's his yeah. name? The, the, yeah, Mr. Wilson. It's Wilson, right? Yeah, who yeah. looks over in uh, home, home Improvement. He's just constantly, yeah, just give a little peeky peek. But it... I don't know. I don't want to tell so, you to, like, spy on your neighbors. But just be aware of who's got weird sheds in the backyard. <laughs> we're ending this on a high note. JC is good. Her kids are safe. They're all living somewhere in Anaheim. They are all happy and healthy and finally getting that life that they never got to live. Good for them. And he's rotting in hell. I yes. mean, prison. Right? Thank God. 400 years from now, they can... Let's just hope he's not a vampire. <laughs> here's, here's your ashes. Get the fuck out. Do you think they just, like... When, so, when a prisoner has 400 years, and once they're dead, I just hope, like, I know it sounds weird, but I just hope, like, after they're cremated, they still just, like, keep the cremation, like, in prison. Right? <laughs> like, they, like, spread the ashes on the yard, stupid. like... Like, is that weird to think about? But, like, even, like, you get 400 years, yeah, your ashes don't even get put in a proper burial place, because you're still in fucking jail. So your ashes are in a... This is the ashes room. What is that? Oh, this is where all the dead people who died in prison from old age because they got over, like, hundreds of years... <laughs> This is where their ashes sit until they're actually done. And then you know what we do? We just throw them out of the fucking prison. Like right Here's outside the jar. door. <laughs> yeah. This is the pile of dead people's ashes that just got thrown out because they got so long in This day. is where it makes me wish that you could somehow figure out to, like, elongate your their lives. Let him live 471 years. And then just cut it off. In fucking prison. And then shut him down. Like, we didn't do nothing. 
We didn't execute him. We just okay. made sure he didn't get that we pill that he needed. We gave him exactly 400 years of life. Yeah. <laughs> we made sure that he lived his ass rotting. Right? Okay, but happy notes. Happy notes. Everyone, she's doing better now. She's she's not letting us <laughs> get her down. And she is, she's doing strong. So good for you, JC. Good for you for everything you're doing. Awesome to create a foundation, to write books, and then tell your story. Keep telling it. Keep living your life. Keep growing. And just all in all, just keep keep going. So thank you guys for listening. Did you have any final words nope, before I'm just, we go? I'm so happy for JC awesome. and her kids. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week with more video or videos, more audios, more podcasts, more murder, more mayhem, and more marriedness. Happily marriedness Happily from us. Marriedness. Thank you guys enjoyed. Oh, I would like to note that Nancy and Philip are in separate prisons. Ha, ah, good. You guys won't even get to hang out together. I mean, I just think about it like Suck if it. we got separated, it'd be the worst kind of torture. Or at least for me, I would just hate it. Well, I mean, we also wouldn't, you know, lock people in. Yeah, in the I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to punish us, to you separate can check us, our backyards. Okay, <laughs> we don't we, have we, one. We don't. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening, and as always, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.